Yo, 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 where's my bitches at? It's me, it's me, it's Peter B. Welcome back to Pro Wrestling Edge. I am your host, The Dan Brewer. I'm here with my tag team partners, the original bro, Josh. What's up? What up, what up, what up, Dan? How you doing today? Oh, it's it's pretty good day. We just got back from a little, uh, what would you call that? Uh, cup uh, rally? A, Let's call it that. Support, a rally? Support rally? A support rally for yeah. the venue for Horror Slam. Um, we don't know what the outcome was, but, uh... Hopefully it was good. It yeah. sounded good. It sounded positive when we got out of there. I mean, we had a good time interacting with everybody. Well, well, um, we also have the Meadowbrook mobster, Nick the Gooch. What's up? Yeah, you guys said it, man. Just in here waiting to hear what's going on with the VFW Hall, see if we got a venue for Horror Slam. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see, uh, what goes on, um... But uh, we'll talk about that in a bit. Also joining us is Big Kaz, Brandon, Kaz Lucas. What's up, my friend? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> hey. hey, hey. Brandon's been yep. with us for the last uh, yep. several episodes. Uh, he was with us uh, last weekend, so we wanted him on to talk about the show, and he's going to be with us coming up. So uh, we want to talk about what's going on. But before we do that, Josh, where can everybody find you? You can find me on Twitter at OriginalBro19, on Instagram at JRut19, Facebook, you can find it under my normal name, Josh Rakowski. And where can the people find you at there, Gucci? You guys can find me on Twitter at NickCaz1, on Instagram at PWETheGooch, uh, and TikTok at PWEPodTheGooch. Yes, Nick is our TikToker. What about you, Brandon? Well, I'm on Twitter at PWE Big Kaz with two Z's, and then Facebook Brandon Kazalukas, Big Dan. Yeah, I'm at Dan Brewer on Facebook, the the Dan Brewer on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, the podcast at PWE Pod on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Um, you can email us at prowrestlingedgepod at gmail.com. You can um, listen to us at Apple, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn. Radio.com, iHeartRadio, pretty much anywhere you can get a podcast, you can hear Pro Wrestling Edge. Uh, Brandon, any shout-outs for you today on the show? Well, I'm going to remain with uh, this past Saturday. Still shout-out Wyatt Strong, the wrestling for Wyatt. Man, that was huge. That's all I got for today. Yeah, that was a good one. We'll definitely get into that. What about you, uh, Gooch? I'm going to ride on Brandon's coattails on that. and you know, Shout-out Aaron, Aaron Orion and the family, and best wishes and prayers to him and his son, Wyatt. Yeah, uh, prayers go out to Aaron Orion, his family, you know, Wyatt Strong, and, you know, this, thank God we're back in the studio, fellas. I mean, this is yes. just a great thing in general. This is episode 63, and we were talking before we started. The last episode in the studio was episode 39, so it's been a minute. We are going to go back to some Zooms because we got some interviews, but uh, it was nice to get everybody together in the studio. We were all at that support rally for the venue uh, for Horror Slam, the VFW Lincoln Park. So uh, we decided, hey, let's just come on over to the studio and put the episode out. Um, I want to shout out Sean Stockmeyer and Lisa Stockmeyer at Face Kicked Apparel. Um, when they heard about Wyatt and the need, um, they got with uh, Tommy Vendetta, and Tommy and Ace designed a... Um, logo to go on some drawstring backpacks. Um, they also printed the uh, Wyatt Strong shirts, the logo that Aaron Orion and his daughter designed, the white shirts with the red dinosaur. You saw them on. We used it as our 
as our profile picture on all of our social media over the weekend. Um, so shout out for Sean for stepping up and doing that. Uh, shout out to Time Vendetta for making the white strong shirts on Pro Wrestling Tees. Um, so that is another thing. Sean will be selling merch at the next Horror Slam Undisclosed location, 3.5, which is the second benefit show for Wyatt. Um, so just shout out for them for stepping up and to show my support, I'm repping my Nomads gear for this episode. So shout out to Sean and Lisa for all the amazing work they do and how they stepped up and came a pretty long ways to help a cause. Um, again, Wyatt, there was, there was some news today. Um, I'm sure everyone is following Wyatt Strong, the, the, uh, the Facebook page. So there was some news today. Um, which was uh, promising. So we'll just see how things unfold with that. Uh, but um, yeah, it was. It's been a good day today. Um, hearing a little bit of positivity from from Wyatt, and getting together with friends at this support rally, and getting in studio again for our first episode in 24, 24 episodes. So it's been a while. It feels weird. I just got used to being at King right now. I'm back in front of a mic and it feels just way off. Yeah, it, it it's a little different because like I was like it's the first time in a long time I'm we're actually recording in the editing software. So this is uh, a little bit different than what we've been used to. But uh, yeah, we're here. This is nice. First time Brandon's been in studio with us. Yes, yes, and I got the good chair. Yeah, Brandon stole the good chair from Gooch. Little brother was nice and gave it yeah. to me and didn't steal it from me. Yeah. Because you got to respect your elders. And I'm yeah. older than you, so I can't. <laughs> right. so we already did know Well, y'all can't say you're old till you catch up to me. So. I'm close enough. <laughs> you are, I'm Brandon. Nope, I'm close enough. I mean, you are getting close. So last Saturday, we had the benefit show. Undisclosed location number three, Wrestling for Wyatt. Um, this event raised, what was the last count? Over $3,000? Yeah, that's what I believe it was. They announced in the ring 2000 and I guess someone at the last minute made an extra $1,000 donation or something like yep. that. So, yeah, just about $3,000. Yep. But through everything, what the vendors donated, what we got at the door, um, from the Chuck Stein and Aiden Blackheart staple gun match, um, from donations, from buying the white strong shirts and stickers, um, it was it was a good day. It was a good day. Um, had some definitely some familiar faces on the card, and we had some um, people that we saw live for the first time. Yeah, on this some, card as well. Definitely some interesting new guys that uh, showed up on Saturday. And we had a title change hands. On the show, one that we were not surprised, we were surprised happened, um, which was interesting considering who was in the match and what the title was. Does that count as Peter B's title defense that he won in the death match with Chuck Stein? That's a good point. I'm not sure. Because 
Because wasn't that for like a, the number one contender at the Deathmatch title? Well, he had put out on Facebook that was for any title. Any title, that's what, yeah. That's so my, I went to Pete and I was like, oh, so you're going to get a tag team partner and you're going to go against Dark Kingdom for the tag titles. He's like, never know. Well, this wasn't the tag titles. Because the Dark Kingdom wasn't there. One half of the Dark Kingdom was there, Dread King Logan, but the, t- the tag titles weren't on online. What, what title was this, fellas? The Divine Women's Championship title. So it was a three-way dance between Peter B., Jocelyn Navarro, and Alex Gates. And Pete, holy crap, did he kill Alex at the end of the match. Yeah, that was one hell of a finisher there. That was, that was a shot that she took there on that chair. <clears throat> it looked like he killed her. Oh, yeah. but, so Pete is the new women's champion. Um, definitely a surprise that he won it. Um, it's always nice seeing Jocelyn. And, and Alex we've seen at every one of these undisclosed shows. Um, I know she's from out there and... In the Cleveland area, I, I believe where where uh, Jocelyn is, you know, her home is out of. So, uh, yeah, it's nice to see them on the card come up and support, especially for this great cause. Does anybody have a favorite match from the night? Not necessarily a favorite match, but you gotta give props to Percy Drew, who's undefeated at these undisclosed location shows right now, man. Yeah, Percy Drew is gonna be a guest on the show. Um, I really wanted him to jump off the house. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely a Percy spot right yeah, there. Yeah, and I talked to him about it, and he was all for it, but I wasn't down for what he wanted to do off the off the house. But it wasn't in the spot, so uh, it didn't get in the match, but I was uh, telling him, hey, go, uh, go uh, let him know what you want to do and try and talk him into it. But he didn't come off the roof. Brandon, what about you? Anything that stuck gonna, out to you? Stick- with these, uh, the, the tag team match between Chinstrap and Briar Wellington and Detroit Punks, man. Like, that feud, I'm digging the feud, and I'd like to see more. I'd like to see more. I want to see more more matches from those two. Yeah, they're definitely telling a good story. Well, yeah, uh, sure. uh, what do you think about that one, Josh? Uh, I definitely enjoyed that one. Um, personally, my favorite was uh, Tanner Nix and uh, was it CC3? Oh, Royce Royce Conner. Conner. Yeah, yeah, RC3. Yeah, RC3. Yeah, man, that, that that was the one that I really enjoyed most. I was real close on that one too, sitting on the fence line there. So, I, I enjoyed that one the most. And then psh, the main event, I mean, DTA five way dance. I mean, you, you just can't go wrong with that yeah, one. Honestly, if you didn't like that, that match, then why were you there? That was yeah, pure like, wrestling at its best form. When you get all of DTA in the ring and then wrestling each other, it's and yeah. and it was great. They they displayed their uh the uh their their ability to do some comedy, you know, and how they picked their teams. It ended up being Jack Price and Time Vendetta versus Alex Weir making his return to the ring. I don't know if this was because of Wyatt or if he's actually coming back to the ring because he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna wrestle anymore. He teamed with Adam Wick, and the third team Isaiah Bronner was uh, ran solo, and uh, so it was. Three teams, and Bronner, you know, Bronner the third team by himself. Bronner being the monster that he is, man. Oh, man. It was hilarious they Rochambeau. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said, you know, the comedy, then they they showed out there how all five of them can just go, can just absolutely go, and and it was fitting that the main event was DTA. Mm -hmm. Uh, It wasn't DTA against anyone. 
the main event for this should have been all DTA, and and it was nice to see that. And Aaron sat right there, right there ringside. Him, you know, him and the family sat there ringside to watch it, and and it, it was pretty great. But getting back to Tanner, I'll I'll know Tanner's my guy. I've been following him since he first broke in. And I saw something in him from one of the first times I seen. And Tanner looked very good yeah. on Saturday, and, and I'm excited to see where he's gonna go as we get. Things start opening back up, and he gets back to being able to to wrestle at more than just the undisclosed location shows. But yeah, Tanner was a big. My favorite, probably a little personal to me, um, Dread King Logan versus Ace Evans, the Big oh. Bad Wolf. We got to see the rematch from the Holly Benefit show, and um, I love those two guys. You know, personally, I'm fans of them uh, professionally. But uh, Ace and and Dread King they they uh, they put on a nice match, so that was probably my favorite. But based on you know, yeah, unfortunately I didn't get to really see too much of that when I was with my mom and stepdad showed up. But I did have the best seat for when uh, Dread King dropped dropped the elbow onto Ace off of the dot or dot the, the deck. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you weren't there, the backyard was set up where there was a deck next to the ring. And um, that was around the corner where we couldn't see yeah. it. We couldn't see it because uh, you couldn't see everywhere in the backyard from you know from where you were sitting. But, uh, yeah, it was that was a special one to me because we got to see him at the Holly Show. And I saw when they were both there, I was hoping we'd get round two of those guys. Um, they had some raffles. Mr. Raffle over here, the winner. Josh, how many raffles did you win? Uh, two? Three, yeah, two. You got two prizes yeah. and one raffle. One. Okay. Yeah, you got yeah, three yeah. prizes. I got, uh, the first one was the Alex Delvecchio, Danny McLean, um, signature poster. And then the Roman Reigns signature poster. But I gave that to Wyatt, well, to Aaron, to give to Wyatt. And uh, the main one, which was the autographed Universal title by Hulk Hogan. And that one was the big one that I went for. Official. Official. <laughs> Authenticated. Yes. Yes, it was a big deal there. It's legitness. Um, <laughs> being, for, a, being a big Hulk Hogan fan, that was, uh, that was pretty awesome. For some reason, Josh likes Hulk Hogan and likes the Red Wings. I don't know what. You know, other than wrestling, I don't know. I don't know what he's thinking. We can start a whole other <laughs> podcast. We're gonna talk about Red Wings now, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, not much of a Hogan fan. Uh, well, I was young when he was popular. You know, I mean, you know, take your vitamins, go to bed early, all that crap. So I was all aboard with that. You well, know? I was a Roddy Piper fan. Then I led into being a Macho Man fan. Yeah. So you can see why Hogan was never my guy. Yeah, see, I liked Hogan, and then it led into Macho Man. Yeah, especially when he turned, if you call it, Macho Man turned face. Um, anything else stood out from you guys from Saturday at the show? Like I said, we had the... the the, the new arrivals, uh, Pedo the Clown, and who was his tag oh, team the, the Circus of Pain. Yeah, Circus of Pain. The Circus of Pain, I, yeah. I, I give it to him for getting in the ring, but I, they, they 
it didn't do nothing for me, man. I wasn't a fan. I really, I really enjoyed their manager and his work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was good at working the crowd and, you know, that heel, that almost that lost art of manager that Jeremiah Goldmain's talked about when he's been on the show. Um, that lost art that we don't see anymore. Um, I don't even know the manager's name. Do you guys know? But I, I did not catch. But no. he was out there by us. He played the crowd. You know, he got he got heat. You know, he did exactly what managers did back in the eighties and nineties. Which so I really enjoyed it because of that. And you know, it, it's it's a different you know gimmick. He brought you yeah. into the match. You know, so it, it's a different gimmick. Poppers. Yeah. You know, he was fine. Yeah, it was that. nice. It's nice to see factions. You know, we're big fans mm-hmm. of factions with our faction draft and everything, and so we're big fans of that. So, so that, so that was pretty cool. I think we're gonna see more of them um, with Ruthless Pro Wrestling. I believe uh, that's where we're gonna see more of them. Um, I did enjoy their uh, the finish though with the double choke slam. You don't see the choke slam too yeah, much anymore. Yeah, seen, So I really, I thought that was pretty dope. Shout out to Road Rash. Uh, Road Rash was smart and said, "I'm getting out of here. I'm leaving." I'm getting a beer. <laughs> and and he left the uh, he left the maze. I was like, "I'm done. I'm out of here. I'm I'm not staying around for this." Um, he left his partner in there to to take the loss. But uh, it was a good night. A great night. Great night for we raised a lot of money. I say we the wrestling fans raised a lot of money. Um, Aaron. Was there, got in the ring and spoke. I mean, hats off to him for that. I don't know how well I could have pulled something like that off, but he got in there and spoke, and it was just a good night, and it was so good. They're doing a Wrestling with Wyatt 3.5 on Disclosed Location show this Friday, the date this Friday. You might know the date this Friday, the 19th. Am I right on that date? Uh, yeah, I think so. I have it in my phone, the poster. Let me pull it up. Yeah, Friday's the 19th. Friday the 19th at an undisclosed location. Bell time is 5.30. Contact Rachel Green for the information. Um, We know where it's at. Um, So, obviously we're not going to tell everybody, but uh, reach out to Rachel um, for for the information. But uh, this will be good. Um see what we can raise for you know for another show uh so if you're interested in going reach out to rachel green and she'll give you the address and let you know same type of setup there's gonna be donations at the door they're gonna have um i'm sure they'll have some kind of raffles or something um like they did this time um it's still early in the week so they haven't we record this on tuesday so but yeah so part two is this weekend so this will be the second benefit show in less than a week for Wyatt, which is pretty awesome. Um, we can get anywhere close to that $3,500. That'd be a good, that would be a good, uh, that'd be a good day. That'd be a good chunk of change out of these yep. medical bills for this kid. Yeah, we did it once. We can do it again. Yeah. And, uh, believe Tommy Vendetta is still selling the uh, white strong shirts on, um, on pro wrestling tees. Um, let me just go back and see if the GoFundMe is still is still up. Let you know about the GoFundMe. Looks like there is a GoFundMe uh, that's that's still still going on. Um, the link is in the. Um, I'll put it with this podcast episode as well when it comes out on social media. But the link will be there. Um, 
so far on the on the GoFundMe, they've exceeded expectations. We'll just put it that way. Um, so there's still GoFundMe, and uh, let's see, is Tommy's shirt still available on Pro Wrestling Tees? Does anybody know? I'm sure it still is. But let me just double check. I don't want to tell you guys it's it's available and and it's not. Let's see here. Tommy Vendetta. And you'll be able to find all this information on all of our uh, yeah social media outlets yeah. that we talk about at the beginning of the show also. So it'll be real easy to find. Let's see here. I don't know. It seems like it's kind of hard for Dan to find it right now. <laughs> well, I'm going down the post link that was on my post. You know. I'll repost the links. Yep, it's still up on his Pro Wrestling Tees page. It's a black shirt, hashtag white strong, $20 on Pro Wrestling Tees. Um, so, yeah, if you're looking for something, uh, if you're looking for a shirt to help support, if you can't get out to the show, that's one way you can support. Support with the GoFundMe and uh, your thoughts and prayers is another way that you can support. So uh, let's uh, see how much more money we can raise for Wyatt and the family because this is an important, important thing. You know, uh, medical expenses are are uh, astronomical. You know, regardless if you have uh, insurance or not, especially with the treatments. And the medicine needed for cancer. Um, so definitely, if you if you're able to, I know this is a tough time right now, but if you're able to um, donate, go watch the show and donate, or uh, buy a shirt from Pro Wrestling Tees from Tommy Vendetta. Um, so we have something coming up. It's pretty exciting. Well, first for all of us, like yeah, we're going yeah. on a road trip. I don't want to get too many details, but yeah, we're excited. We're uh, we're we're going on a road trip for wrestling. Um, so that's going to be fun. Do uh, do we want to give everything out or just say that we're going on a road trip? I mean, it's it's a show. Yeah, it's a show. It's you know wrestling, obviously not in the state of Michigan, but it, it's going to be a good time. Uh, maybe we'll have some more information with it later on this week on on the next episode but um then there's another undisputed show coming up on the 27th that's out in uh, um uh, it's down close to the ohio line somewhere i'm not quite sure exactly where um i know one of the flyers or one of the comments you know rachel said you know somewhere in that ohio michigan line but on the michigan side there's so many cities down there i I don't know them all, but it's close to the line. But it's going to be a horror slam and ruthless pole wrestling show. Um, undisputed, undeniable, undisclosed location show for number four, Saturday the twenty seventh. I don't see a bell time. Does anyone know what the bell time is on this one? If they follow with the other shows, I would assume anywhere from four to four to five. five. Yep, four thirty to five thirty. But yep, so there's going to be an undisputed location show uh, closer to Ohio. Um, So come out and support. Contact Rachel Green or Chris Kohlenberg. I believe it's Christopher Kohlenberg on Facebook. 
Yeah. Uh, but reach out to them. We're actually going to have Chris on the show um, next week to talk about this and talk about Ruthless Pro Wrestling to introduce the Pro Wrestling Edge listeners to Ruthless Pro Wrestling. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, I'm always excited for new promotions, for sure. Chris seems like a really cool, a really good dude, so yeah. shout out, Chris. I'm talking about you again, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> talking about you again. So yeah, it's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a good show. Reach out to either Rachel or Christopher Kohlenberg. I don't say that because that's how it is on Facebook. And uh, check out, see when that is. Um, but yeah, great weekend. Great times coming up. It should be a good, good, good weekend here. We got a lot, man. It's been a, it's been a crazy month, honestly. Yeah, surprising. Undisclosed location shows coming up, man. We've been boogie-woogieing lately. These undisclosed location shows, planning our first road trip for wrestling. You know, the podcast is moving. The YouTube's going to be up and running. We're just about close to having a month's worth of content to put out for you guys every day for a month. I mean, we're really close to that mark. Of, of the goal that we have to get a month's worth of content before we launch it and do one one uh, one video a day so uh, yeah it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a good month coming up here the rest of June and July people are gonna think we actually know what we're doing <laughs> yeah yeah people's gonna think we know what we're doing but obviously we're we just four idiots that love wrestling. Pretty much, it sums it up. That's why we're so damn good at it. I just know after three months of bitching and moaning about no wrestling, it's, it feels nice to be going to a show week after week. It's like, week. yeah, week after week we went to shows. You know, we set up the ring. You know, the last show. So it's just wrestling's back. Thanks to Briar and Rachel, wrestling's back. And, and the whole ring deal, that was an experience in itself, setting it up. Well, I got to watch you guys set it up. I got yelled at and wasn't allowed to. Yeah. I made sure I helped tear it down. Yeah, you're still, you know, you had that pretty bad car accident earlier, yeah. end of the year, so. I can, I, can, I, can lift, I can lift the ring frame. It was definitely an experience that I'll cherish, because that was something that I've always wanted to, you know, is it, try is it, Was that the first that time you first set up a ring? ring? That was my Brian, first that, that's not the first time you set up a ring. That's the first time I got to do the whole thing from oh, really? the bottom to the top. Last time I just helped with the frame and had to leave, so I didn't. Gotcha. But there's not much after that, right? Yeah. You know, well, I mean. The ropes and the canvas, but. Yeah, it was, it was nice, though. It was cool. That was a, that was a nice cool. a nice time. Cool to hang out, you know. Yeah. Not, on, a, on a Friday night. You know, most people are out running bars and doing whatnot, and here we are setting up a ring, hanging out with a couple friends. Unveiling a new canvas. (laughs) Yeah, it was a new canvas. We got shout out for the whole same new canvas, man. That ring is dope. That ring is sharp with the the black canvas with the Horror Slam logo and the red ropes, the all black and red ring. I mean, it's... It's about time they got a new map for it. If you're not... That old one was looking pretty beat up and crusty. If you're not paying attention to Horace Lemon and Briar Wellington, you need to... You need to start, because... Because he's about to blow up. We're looking to reset. Yeah, he's resetting. He's doing a wrestling reset, so uh, if you're not... A fan of Horror Slam yet? You need to get on board because it's going to be a nice ride. That's awesome that Chuck got to christen it too. The first one to bleed. Yeah, on yeah. we remember we were debating who like, awesome. yeah. would be the first to bleed. We were talking about that in the course. We were saying, "Oh, it's going to be Chuck or Pete." It had to. Have it's going to be either Chuck or Pete or B. And it was Chuck. Chuck 
had the match with Aiden Blackheart. Killer match. And uh, it was an awesome match. Literally, we thought Chuck killed we Aiden. We thought Chuck killed Aiden <laughs> at one time in the match, yeah. Oh, my God. I think ever, that place went quiet. It always oh, did. And I just looked at you guys like, oh, my God. <laughs> From the angle where we were sitting, I swear to God. It looked very bad. Right on his head. I thought he was dead. It looked bad. <laughs> yeah. Chuck killed. Shout out to Aiden, the Smith's Cliz. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was... Driving up too for the show. Yeah, what was it from? He's he's from the south. Louisville. He, he's from Kentucky. he's from Louisville. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. from the Louisville area. And yeah, I saw him put up on Facebook that morning. Says you know, who wants to take a road trip with me to Detroit? And I was like, all right, we're gonna get Aiden Blackheart tonight. Yeah, that was cool. And then uh, Chuck and, and Aiden had that. Speaking of Chuck, what was it? Know, uh, the guru, that guy. Smash one of our pins down because we all voted for for Chinstrap Jesus yeah. and Briar Wellington. So we, I think we're in the golden section. I, I think he's got a little beef with the PWE boys after that. You know, threw the pin at Josh. And <laughs> My feelings. <laughs> wasn't too peaceful of him. You know, he's always no. promoting peace. Yes, yes. Different side of the guru. Yeah, a little rowdy. I think we upset him. I think yeah, upset you him. know. I think it was. All around the board, we all went against the Detroit Pumps. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big fan of the Guru, and he and he knows this. We we had a conversation afterwards, and you know, I, it's all right if we're, you know, when that bell rings, you know, if 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 we're enemies, you know, on and, and we're rooting against them. But uh, he asked for another pen, guys. Uh. After the match was <laughs> after it was over, he asked me for another really another pen. Us. So, uh, but yeah, Guru's awesome. I can't say better things about the Guru, and I love him with the Detroit Punks, and and mm-hmm. I love the Punks, and all, all the guys you know. are awesome. Yeah, you know, like it's probably one of the hardest things to do to pick one of your favorites in a match, and you're like, I, yeah. yeah, when you got, yeah, especially in a promotion with just a stack card of talent. You know, you have a match with Mitch Hewitt and Sean Longhorn on one side. And you got Briar and and Kyle on the other. It's like, who do you pick? Who do you who do you pick? Just, and then just cheer the and whole then, match. Yeah. yeah, Nick is wearing his this this episode mafia. is not gonna be on YouTube, but Nick is wearing his Chinstrap Mafia shirt for Chinstrap Jesus What's Kyle. Up, Jesus? What's going on, man? Yeah, Kyle's the man. Um, but yeah, then you add Guru and and the twenty four karat line in the mix. I'm really enjoying what they're doing with the Punks and 24 Caroline uh, Productions. Same yes. here. I'm hoping yeah. to see more out of this. Mm-hmm. I can't um, wait to the point well, then, where it reaches the point where Jeremiah Goldman and Guru are just so intense at it with each other. It, that might to, that know? might come. I mean, I really want to see, once we get back in, in the venue, I want to see Chinstrap versus Mitch one-on-one in a Horror Slam Rules match. I think that would be great. Yeah, I think that'd be a good. I would uh, love to see I, that. I think it's beyond time to see Jesus go through some light bulbs. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely gonna be. At, I, I said the horror slime rules. That's more of just you know, hardcore ECW type rules. Anything. But, but um, yeah, I don't know if we're gonna see Chinstrap in the death match, or not. Um, I don't know if he really has this thing. But it was funny. We had. Uh, Elijah Magic on the show, Zeke. I, I'm still gonna call him Zeke. I, 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 I'm not used to the Elijah Magic, but he was on the podcast. And he said, 
I don't want to ref death matches. I'm staying all the way from death matches. The was it the first undisclosed location undisclosed show? Two. Two undisclosed two. Zeke, Elijah Magic, had a ref, not one, but two death matches. He was the only ref that day, right? He All was the only ref, ref, so shout out to him. He ref yeah. the entire card. Putting in work. Um, it's hard for him to count to three. I mean, yeah, he, he had... Um, and then he got his dream come true. He got to referee a, a Briar match, yep. you know, his trainer. So, you know, he was real excited over that one. You know, he even said something there in the ring towards us. Like, hey, yeah. I finally got the Briar match. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Chuck's great, too. I mean, I love seeing Nolan when he's in town, yeah, definitely. too. I mean, you can't say more about Detroit Punks and 24 Care Productions. And Horror Slam, some of our favorites. Some of our favorites for sure. But yeah, I'm looking forward to Mitch versus Kyle. Yeah, I mean, at the end. In of a Horror match. Slam rules. You I know, mean, the guru trying to put on Jeremiah's jacket. I would Mitch, bet. Mitch was wearing Briar's crown. Like, I would bet once Jeremy, uh, Jeremiah is 100%, you know, he's got a fractured elbow. You might see a guru Jeremiah confrontation in the ring. Um, I mean, according to this last match, there was. Yeah, but I'm talking <laughs> where, yeah. where Jeremiah yeah. is healthy, yeah. Yeah. and we can see what happens, you know, because. Um, that's why the Punks lost. They had, they had gotten disqualified. Well, that's which, another thing I'm ready for is just get all five on five. Let you know, 24K needs what one more, another person, yeah, to make it even. You, you know, to start recruiting. You need to get that card right out there more. So it yeah, they definitely. Force. Five on five, you know, horror slam rules. I mean, come on. That would just be money. That's going to be a thing where we need to have that match at an outside venue. <laughs> yeah, that one, I don't think the VFW could hold it. <laughs> but that's good because we always love popping the roof off that place. Oh, oh yeah. I was just reading so, the message that we got. Is it but yeah. News or? Uh, I don't think it's what we wanted to hear. They're going to reconvene in another month. Oh. Yeah, they're going to reconvene another month for the support rally we were at today for the venue. But that's all right. Um, we still got uh, we, we we still got some shows going on. But uh, we'll get our home back. Yeah, we'll we'll get the home back. Everybody listening to this, just. Keep a lookout on our social medias because we have to rally together so we can lock down a venue for horse. Yeah, yeah. We uh, maybe in a month they can open back up and see what the state's going to do with us and and we'll go from there. But yeah, exciting weekend, exciting weekend coming up for Horror Slam. Exciting times for us. PWE man, I'm pumped. Yeah, yeah. Did anybody watch? The WWE pay-per-view? I tried we to, get off. dude, I was just way too exhausted, man. But I did catch the full Edge and Randy Orton match and definitely need to go back and watch that. That match should have been their match at WrestleMania. It was absolutely phenomenal. I mean, the storytelling, even the new, you know, they added the, uh, they fed in some crowd noise in there, but they played it underneath the actual crowd that was there. So it kind of sounded normal, almost. I didn't mind it at all. kind of gave it that normal match feel to it. And 
the build for everything, you know, the moves. You got the oohs and the ahs and the boos and everything. So you said that they got some some crowd now. Is it the, the It's still the talent it's and the I think some talent of the from the performance center. Because there was a couple old dudes in there that I was like, What what is that dude there? Yeah. <laughs> How did he get back there? I mean, even though that they're probably two of the oldest full time talents on the roster, they're probably the best two talents. Oh, WWE yeah, dude, has Randy Orton. It was like watching, you know, them in their primes, you know, something straight out of 2005. I mean, it was great. And then they threw in a lot of stuff. Like, there was a lot of angle slams and cripple cross faces and, you know, just homages to actual the great, because it was billed as the greatest wrestling match ever. So they kind of had a little homage spots to previous greatest matches ever, gotcha. you know. Did you guys yeah. hear that one of the talent? Um, tested positive for COVID and at, at the performance center. Yeah, I was thinking about that myself today. Gronk might want to go get a test done there. <laughs> so they said they're stopping all TV tapings as of right now due to that. Reason. Yeah, but from what I heard, that that person had symptoms and went to their doctor and got tested. All WWE has been doing is checking temperatures. That's all my work does, too. That's all. I mean, That's all but you're not wrestling, you know, you're not getting in, in holds and stuff and wrestling and sweating on each other at your job. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying that. So there's a little bit of a difference. We're all there still. Everybody's still combined next we're to each other. We're contact and touching the same thing other people are doing. Regardless, it's not the right procedure. But it's a little different than the WWE, a multi-million dollar exactly. traded company on the stock market. Checking temperatures of wrestlers. A little bit different. Yeah. And they just now started testing. Doing the tests. That's why they shut down. Because Mojo filmed his test. And put it out on social media. Them putting the stick up his nose. Um, Man, there's got to be a better way for that. though. I I hear that sometimes. Horrible test to get. I thought they were testing this whole time. They weren't testing this whole time. WWE was only checking temperatures. I thought that they were full fledged testing. Wasn't AEW testing this entire time? AEW's been testing the entire time. They've been, they've been locking down the talent to where only a certain number of people can actually be in the Daly's place. They have them quarantined off in different areas of the football stadium, and then during different segments, they're pulling people in and having people leave. You know, leave the area. Now I know I do know that for that, um, not the stadium match, but they had a street fight on one of Dynamite's episodes, and all of them kind of followed them out there. But the, other than that, they've been taking the wrestlers for the segment and putting them out there. Now the only thing they're not doing is they're not social distancing with the ones that are in the crowd. Um, but they are rotating them in depending on when they're when they're on the card. And I know AEW is also doing, um, they live, then they record the following week. So they're only rec- they're only coming to Jacksonville twice a month. So it's giving times every time for the test. So when they leave, they test, and you know, and they come back and they get the test, and and then, but they're doing, they take two darks and two dynamites. On Wednesday, Thursday. And then the next week they're off. And then they come back the following week. So, yeah, they've been doing tests and temperatures the entire time. And it just seems like a 
publicly traded company as big as the WWE is going to test from the get-go of of everything breaking out. But That's just dumbfounding, you know, so. a multi-billion dollar company and they're half-assing, you know, testing for their talent. Just, just doing, like, the legit bare minimum, you know, to keep it going. That just doesn't, that's not right at all. Tony Khan just cares about his talent. Well, if you know, like, Tony Khan, a lot of the talent, and I know we got off of what our purpose was for this episode, but <laughs> um, the full-time employees of AW have health insurance. So he's yeah. tried his best to hire the wrestlers backstage doing different jobs so they're full-time and get health insurance. So a good portion of the roster have health insurance because they do other jobs behind the scenes for AW. So not only do they have a talent contract, they have an executive contract or or, or whatever they, they call it, but it makes them full-time and they get health insurance. So I know, like, Brandon Cutler is a full-time employee. Um, Bryce Remsburg, the referee. Aubrey Edwards, the referee. Um, Tony Schiavone and Jim Ross are full-time. Um, it's funny, I saw an interview with Moxley, and they asked him if he was full-time. He goes, no, I just have a talent contract. He goes, but I'm in, but I'm insured through my wife because she's an employee of, of the other company. So John Moxley's on Renee Young's health insurance because she's, she's not an on-air talent. She's an employee of the company, so she has health insurance. That's how you fuck do you it, yeah. man. So he's, he's still got Moxley's WWE. He still has WWE health insurance. So yeah, I fully support that. What Khan's doing with getting everybody the health insurance and all that—I I think that's something that should have been implemented years. And he's ago. not just throwing people in. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to give you this job. It's all jobs that they've done in the past in some sort, whether it was all include with wrestling or outside of wrestling before they came into wrestling. You know, like Aubrey Edwards. She, um, she is a. Um, a event coordinator and she's also a consultant for the video game well she just when she got hired in and dated an aw she was a referee then she got her behind the scenes became full-time she just left her job as a video game program that's what she's done her entire life yeah so she's a consultant for the video game so and then she's event she works on the events and well, well right now she doesn't have a whole lot to do but she also does the aw podcast uh, with Tony Schiavone, yeah, but so she's involved with booking the venues and, and whatnot. Obviously, right now there's no venues to book, but yeah, she's got a lot on her plate. Yeah. And Bryce Remsburg, no Bryce Remsburg books all the travel, so he books the flights, he he books, he books the rental cars, all that for talent. That's what Bryce Remsburg does. He used to do that previous to coming into being a being a referee, so. Um, there's a lot of guys that are like that. You know, Brandon Cutler does all the video and editing and stuff. Well, I know Hangman does some because Hangman came from a uh, video editing movie uh, filmmaker background before he, he got into wrestling because that's what he taught in school. He was just on the episode of Unrestricted. And he talked about how he became a, a, um, a, a teacher and everything. He got his degree, and he was the only person in his county they had an opening at the high school, and he was the only person in, in the county that uh, that had a degree and had the education enough and this and the teaching certificate to teach. So they approached him. <laughs> he was like, 
just a few years older than the students because he finished school and he finished uh, he finished college in two years. So he was teaching high school two years after he graduated. That's crazy. And taught you know you know media and stuff too and, and school and, and some other stuff. But yeah. See, that's great, too, so that they're using, you know, other skills of just wrestling. Yeah. So that way, they, if, you know, they do got to retire young. They got a plan there. You yeah. know, they can still stay within the company and just do their secondary role becomes their major role instead of talent and backstage, whatever. Well, let's wrap this episode up. I know we got a little bit off of the tangent and talking about the Wyatt fundraiser show and the benefit show coming up for Wyatt. And, uh, but yeah. Well, we got back in studio. Yeah, we get back so in studio. We don't want to rambling on. And then you got me, who doesn't like to shut up. <laughs> you know, over there. Yeah. So, does anybody got any final words? I'm just gonna keep riding it from last week. Wyatt Strong. Let's all get out there and uh, raise some more money for this six-year-old little boy, man. Brandon, anything else? I'm just looking forward to the weekend, boys. Yeah, the weekend's going to be good. Josh? Yeah, I'm looking forward to the weekend, too, that's for yep. sure. Yeah. I love what Brandon talks on. He's like, you. I'm ready for the weekend. Josh? Yep, we're going to take it out just like we have been, and we're ending it with Wyatt Strong.